0: What's going on, guys? James Camacho here. This is Kicking It With Camacho. Coming to you live from New York City, where it is still sunlight out for... What time is it? It's 2.30, which means we got approximately two hours and 30 minutes left of sunlight, now that it's winter. Dude, I was like... um, Where was I the other day? I was like going across town, and... Man, that shit really is depressing when the sun, when they, when the, when you turn the clocks back and it starts getting dark at like 4 or 5 p.m., you know? Like, why, why is that a thing? Can someone please explain to me? What is it called? Daylight savings? No, daylight savings, I, I would assume is when you save daylight. Now we're losing daylight. What's it called? What's this called? Um, what's the opposite, opposite of uh daylight savings uh oh is it the same thing okay in most countries that observe seasonal daylight saving time the time reverts in winter to standard time so now we're back at standard time is that what is that what's the is that what the hokey bokey dokey artichoke is Whatever. I don't understand why you would we would want less uh, sunlight. You know, aren't there all the studies of like when it gets dark out, seasonal depression. You know, all that shit. So why why would we why would we want less sunlight? Unless, unless the man, the government, the 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 what the hell is it called? The artificial, the L- Illuminati is out to kill us all you know, slowly, slowly getting everyone depressed from daylight saving. It just doesn't make sense to me, you know, what's the point? What is the, let's, let's Google it right now. What's the point? Let me talk to phone. How about this? What's the point of daylight savings? Let's see. It allows for an extra hour of light in the evening during the warmer months. Twice a year, time changes sweep across the country. Clocks jump forward one hour in the spring to begin daylight. Okay, that doesn't explain why. Okay, here. The current purpose... Save energy and get more use out of natural daylight? I don't under-fucking-stand. Someone write to me and explain to me how losing sunlight is beneficial in any way shape or form you know somebody please explain it to me it makes sense during the during the warmer months when we get that extra sunlight but why do we just keep it that way why don't we just keep it that way you know maybe it's one of those things where it's just like you know people always say like you can't experience joy without sadness you know like if everything was perfect in your life you wouldn't really be able to experience happiness because you have to feel that contrast of sadness maybe that's what this is you know maybe it's like hey we got to take a little bit of sunlight away for half a year for them to really really enjoy it and then you know when daylight saving comes we go an extra hour forward we'll like you know we'll uh we'll you know raise taxes or uh <laughs> we'll uh we'll do something shitty we'll we'll put more tolls you know on the roads but then you know, with the daylight savings, the extra hour of sunlight will um will distract them. You know, I'm such a I'm such an anxious piece of shit, right? All these conspiracy theories—they're out to get us. They're out to screw us. We are being screwed. Everything's everything's out to screw us, man. Everything's out to just grab our attention. You know, I rant about this a couple a couple weeks ago, but it's like everything is like like like. like Anywhere your attention goes is eventually going to have ads and going to get like molested by advertisers and money. Think about it. Like back in the day. Back in the day. That's my dream sound effect. If you think about back in the day of no electricity horse carriages on the street cobblestone roads right um you just were out and about but then like you know obviously these businesses like these saloons wanted to make money so they started putting up signs everywhere right signs because you know where people's attention's going they're they're going you know they're on the road they're going to you know cheat on their wife or they're going to like you know pick up pick up drugs or whatever right (laughs) <laughs> um, and they know that they're going to, people's attentions are going to be on the road and they put signs. So when people see the signs, right, it says saloon, they go, Oh, a saloon. I'll go get drunk and they'll go. But now it's like that, no matter what you do, right? Every time you walk down the street, you got billboards and now where's our all attention now on our phones. So now every freaking time you go on YouTube, you gotta, you gotta skip through five ads every time you try to read a news article. Got to skip through five, ad, five ads every time you're on social media. These ads just pop out, you know. Ugh, ugh, everything, the government. Ah! Anyways, all right, this is a, this is a weird start <laughs> to an episode. Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, I am uh, fresh off uh, from coming from Dallas, Texas. Uh before we get into a recap of Dallas, uh let me just shout out the Patreon members here. We have uh we're still at nine or ten. Um we have Amy Chen, Rishma San Sanyal, uh Xu Qingye, Eric Kim, Erica P, QQ, Zach Robles, Shamari Linton, and uh we also have a free member. I don't know what this is. Love Angeles signed up as a free tier i did not know that was a thing um i don't know if she can access the content i don't think she can access the content but there are some things i put up on the patreon that are free like i'll put up the the video versions of the podcast and stuff so maybe she's just uh maybe she's just on there for the podcast whatever that's a crazy name name. love angelus that can't be her real name her real name's something else what are you hiding from love huh what are you what are you running away from, huh? Are you a are you a plant for the government? All right, no more conspiracy shit. I'm not I'm not really that big of a conspiracy nut by the way. This is all just uh performative. Um yeah, so uh what can we say? What can we say? Oh, um I mentioned it last week. I am watching the cats. I got Alicia and Nimbo in my apartment somewhere. They're sleeping. Um I would I would I would hope one of them comes by and gets on maybe walks through screen so you guys can see them again. Um but yeah, they're sleeping. I don't want to like be one of those uh cat owners, you know, that just like forces their cat to do things, right? Or like the dog owners that like forces their dogs to wear little outfits, you know. Now, if the cat wants to come, I, you know, by all means get some uh camera time, but I'm not just going to like as they're sleeping, pick them up and you know, look, a fluff, you know, that's just rude, I wouldn't want that to happen to me, if I was sleeping, I wouldn't someone to just pick, pick me up, and bring me to, in front of a camera, look, look, 37 podcast viewers, look, a human, <laughs> um, but yeah, the cats are here, and, uh, I gotta say this, man, and I don't know if this is sad, I don't know if this is cute, I don't know if this is gay, probably gay, um, this is the first yesterday I got the cats midday. This is my first day with the cats like waking up with them. I have never been uh, happier. That's not true. The, but like like ever since the breakup of old Chevenet and I um, I've been pretty miserable. you know you wake up, you feel alone. Uh, you're so used to like you know you got you got you know you got like a girl and her thong next to you. Then you got little cats running around, right? The smell of poop and litter. You walk to go take a pee. Half awake, you step on some puke. You're like, what the fuck, Fluff? Right? There's always an energy around when you're living with someone and you have pets. And the last six months, I just been waking up to nothing. And this morning, I woke up to two Fluffs in the bed and, uh, you know, just... Feeding them, uh, you know, doing the litter, all that stuff. It's, uh, I gotta admit, man, I've, um, oh, that was the life. You don't know what you have till it's gone. Don't know, but yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I just feel great. I feel like I have purpose in my life. I feel like uh, these things depend on me. And I, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, like I said, I've been, I don't know, I've been depressed for the last six months, and uh, this is like the first day I've been pretty. I haven't really had really any depression today. So, with that being said, once I have to give the cats back to old Shivani Bagligarler, um, <laughs> that's a fun way to say Shivani's name. Once I got to give the cats back to Shibini, um I'll have to get my own cats. And the ambulance comes. Who's dying? Who's dying? I'm telling you, it's because the lack of sunlight. It's the lack of sunlight, daylight savings. What the fuck? What the fuck? Man. I could see it right here. Ooh. Ooh. I've mentioned this before, but any time I see an ambulance trying to get through rush hour traffic, uh, I feel bad for whoever that person is that they're coming for. You know? What should be a fucking three-block, two-minute ride is going to now be 20 minutes. Someone's just dying because a taxi driver doesn't want to fucking move, you know? Or some some loser from New Jersey has road rage. I'm not letting this ambulance fucking tell me what to do. Fuck you! Anyways, um, cats are here. I'm happy. Um... And um, yeah, I'm also fresh off, uh, I want to say the second leg of my tour, third leg of my tour, whatever. Like I'm like about 30% done my current tour right now. I just got back from Dallas, Texas. Shout out to Dallas Comedy Club for for a great weekend of shows, four awesome shows. We had uh, Kevin, uh, shit, what's your last name, Kevin? DeAndre? DeAndre? Let me get it right. I don't want to fuck Kevin's name up. Kevin was a is, a is a great dude. He um, we had dinner together. Super sweet guy. Super funny. Uh, Deanda. Kevin Deanda was the host, and then Lonzo. I don't know his last name. <laughs> I'm just the worst. I am the worst podcaster. Worst comedian. I'm the worst at everything. Uh, is it Lonzo or Alfonso? Shit. Let's see if I it. Find his name here real quick fonzo crow um was uh my opener he was awesome as well um great club dallas comedy club shout out to ian and rosie jamie um for having me and um yeah just a magical weekend um i always feel so humbled uh it's just amazing man like like uh comedy's so hard um You know, everything besides actually getting up and performing on stage is a drag, it's work, it's uh, just mentally, physically, um, sexually exhausting. (laughs) Um, And just, uh, it was a great weekend. I killed pretty much every show. Not pretty much every show. I killed every show, which is great, because I'm really, like, you know, every weekend I do these headlining things, touring on the road. It's just more assurances to myself, to my insecure, low self worth, low self esteem, hate myself. Self that I am a national headliner. I'm funny, and I should be at the Comedy Cellar. goddammit. it! <laughs> God, we're 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 going all out today. Um, yeah, no. Um, uh, for those of you don't know, the Comedy Cellar is like the number one club in the world, number one showcase club in the world. It's basically like the Hollywood Vegas. No, what's a good way to put the Comedy Cellar? It's just like the most famous comedy club in the world. It's in New York City. All the best comedians perform there. And uh, it's the hardest club to get into. It's the best club. It's the club that everyone wants to be in New York. It's world famous, you know. it's. Uh, you guys have probably heard of it. And uh, yeah, every time I do a weekend like this, like I see the other uh, headliners that come in. A lot of them are cellar guys. Um, it just, you know... It just makes me feel like uh, I I, I could be there, you know. But I just need to to build the self-confidence and the self-esteem to ask for a recommendation or, you know, reach out to the booker. But uh, anyways, that's pretty inside comedy. Um, Hopefully one day I'll be playing there. But uh, yeah, the most important things like these weekends, like I just get better at comedy. I get quicker. I get funnier. I filmed every show, multi-camera. So we got Great footage, and I can't wait to to cut it up and share it with you guys. And um, you know, making new fans, making uh, um, satisfying old fans. We had people come out to every show. Uh, this guy Mike, um, a YouTube fan, came out. He drove like an hour and change to come see me. He was also a mixed race person. He said something so sweet, dude. Because you know, look, I'm not I'm not selling out places, but I, you know, I, I do okay on shows, right? Like. Um, about half full each show. And uh he came to one show and I did uh, I was doing crowd work with him. I didn't know Mike was a fan or one of my fans from YouTube, and he was like uh he said something like, My therapist said I should come see you, which which is so funny, you know? For so many reasons. Like it's just like I'm a huge therapy guy. <laughs> I'm a big proponent of it. So um it's just like yeah, like not only is therapy uh good it's also making me money you know and um building my fans but uh yeah that was so cool mike came to the show talked to me after really cool guy really cool hang you never know sometimes when people come out to see you if they're by themselves um you're you know they talk and the next thing you know they're like Can you sign my underwear? I'm like, what the fuck? But no, Mike was a totally normal guy. I'm super happy he came out. It was great to meet him. Come back next time I'm in town, Mikey. uh, I write a lot of different material, so I'll have new material next time for sure. Um, Also had a female fan come out with her boyfriend. Didn't get her name. She was very cute. Um, She said something like, "You know, I was was selling merchandise, doing a meet and greet after the show, and... uh, She's with her boyfriend, and like, you know, she's like, you know, it was a lot of fun. Thanks for coming. She bought a wristband, and then she goes, uh, I'm such a big fan, I'm obsessed. I watch everything on YouTube. Like, she's like, I'm an obsessed fan. And uh, Ooh, it turns me on. That's how sad I am, you know? I get turned on when people are like, I'm obsessed with you. You know? That's not normal. You shouldn't you shouldn't be turned on by people that are obsessed with you. That's how lonely. I am, that's how little love I got growing up, you know, I've said this before, my dad doesn't talk to me, my mom used to yell at me every day, and uh, when someone actually gives a shit, I love it, anyways, um, what's, yeah, so just a great way, <laughs> this is a fucking crazy podcast, Um, yeah, it was a great time, Uh, love you, Dallas Comedy Club, Um, they said I'll be back next year, that's just what they said, they could be lying, but that's what they said, Again, that's my that's low self-worth talking. Um I should be back in twenty twenty four. That's something I wanted to talk about too. Um the more I like the more moments I have with with comedy where it's like um or I guess more the more interactions I have with people, more social interactions, whether it's work, social, you know, just, just casual, the more I'm starting to like really realize, like, a lot of your my thoughts up here, you know, like, the negativity, uh, it really is just voices from my childhood. Like, anytime I'm, like, I suck, I'm, I'm a loser. It's just, like, bullies from my, you know, school. It's, like, my mom being critical of me, you know. But it's so crazy, like, the things in your head, if you don't, you know, like, I've really been isolating, like, the last couple months because the breakup and stuff and man like your your inner voice and your thoughts can really become reality you know and if you don't go in the outside world and see how you're perceived by other people which is like more of the reality right like you could be like i suck i'm ugly i'm fat i'm gay or whatever but if you go out and people are like you're great um you're hot you're you're straight <laughs> It's like like that's the reality but like some like just for me it's like I'm I have low, you know, I I'm very negative in my head and then, you know, with the breakup, I've been pretty depressed. I've been sitting around moping. And, you know, I, I my social media sucks. I have shadow ban, XYZ and I just have all these thoughts like I suck, I'm a loser, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm whack. And it's just not true, man. Like every time I go out, like, you know, Kevin is a, who's like, you know, Kevin the, the the MC, he's like a new comic and I could tell the way he talks to me. He's just like, dude, like, like, you crush, man. Like, I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy you're back. I can't, I'm so really happy to be opening for you, XYZ. And then, like, I, you know, the, the owners of the club were like, you were fantastic. Like, they wrote this really nice personal note about, like, we love your energy, your crowd interaction, your material. And it's just like, dude, all these thoughts in my head, all, all my thoughts are, you have no material. You suck. You know what, you know what thought I've been having a lot recently? Is like uh, I got too many dick jokes, you know. Like you could tell how I do this podcast. Like when I want to just punch things up, <laughs> I just go. I'll just say things like ah, like dick in my ass, or like <laughs> my my dick is little. Like I don't know. Like I just had this weird thought. Like I got too many dick jokes, and it's like it's like weird. Oh my god, have I said this before in the podcast? Shit. But it's like I'll say like uh, like I'll be doing material, and it's not like you know you know here's a joke about dicks. It's like, I'll be talking about coffee. And then for some reason, my punchline has something to do with dick. And then I'll talk about the relationship in my, you know, like I have a joke about inner monologues, like my, how mine's is negative and I'm trying to become positive. And I don't want to give the joke away, but like, I make like a small penis reference and it's just like, do I have too many dick jokes? Am I a hack? Am I dirty? And it's like, I have all these thoughts I have, like, this weird imagination of people watching me being like, oh, he's too dirty. Oh, uh, 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 he's a hack. Oh, he's reaching for low-hanging balls, <laughs> low-hanging fruit. See, again, I had to do it again. Um, but, you know, I go, I kill. Everyone, like, loves the show, and then uh, I get asked back. So it's just, like, it's just all in my head. And it's so wild, dude. Then For anyone that's depressed or, um, you know, has, has, like, low just self-worth, self-esteem, we should form a group too. We should we should call our group uh the low self-esteem group. Low self-esteem. L S E G. Ooh, instead of P S E G, it could be L S E G. Low Self Esteem Group. Comment. What do you think about that? I know Rishma will comment. Reshma comments on everything. whenever I go, comment, let me know. Reshma always comments. Everyone else just goes, Oh, yeah. You're you're just talking to yourself again. But yeah, um, yeah, it's really important to be social. Go out there and just talk to humans because uh, it's so wild how you're, you're... It's almost like... It's like a weird schizophrenia where it's like your anxiety and all that shit and all like your built-in, like... Uh, whatever, you know, your self-defense mechanisms. You're, it, it just warps your reality. It's so wild because like, we never see ourselves, you know? <laughs> do I sound crazy this episode? This episode, I really... The more podcasts I do... Like, I'm just talking to myself and sometimes, sometimes I'm, I, I feel boring. Sometimes I feel like I'm having a good time. I'm fun. This episode, I legitimately feel like a psychopath. Um, but if you, uh, it's crazy, like we don't see what we look like, how we move, how we're. So the only way we can get a good gauge on how we're perceived is to either like, you know, uh, go out in public, intermingle with people or you can watch yourself which is kind of creepy but like I do that in a way where but I, I'm watching myself on stage which isn't like exactly how I act in normal life you know but I'm pretty sure if you like if someone sent you like video footage if someone like filmed you walking around all day and then you were forced to watch it the day after I think you would be kind of like like shocked and you would learn a lot about yourself you know I've had those moments where it's like it's where on stage. I I I I pretty. I'm pretty consistent from how I present myself on stage. But sometimes I'll see a video like a, of me walking down the street or something. I'm like, oh my god, is that the way I walk? Oh my god, though, I, I didn't know I like. I kind of do a thing where I do this with my nose, and like, you know, it it just looks weird, right? I'll be talking to someone, and she's like, what the fuck's that guy doing with his fucking? Does he have cocaine in there? What's what's a? I do a thing where um. Sometimes I'll talk and then I'll look I'll look away like that, like, you know. And then it's like, if you see, if I, when I see myself doing it, I always think like, oh, this guy's insecure, you know, or this guy's like nervous because he's like looking around. And you don't even notice it, but you just do these things. And, you know, we do them, we go about our lives, but we have no idea who we really are, you know. So anyways, the whole point is like, it's important to like, uh... I'm starting to learn that all my dark thoughts aren't true. And in reality, like I'm a pretty funny, good guy. And uh, God damn it. I should be at the comedy cellar. I should be at these good clubs in New York. And it's just literally my fucked up head has now created this reality where I don't believe I deserve any of these things. And now I'm in this world where I'm not working any of these clubs. You know, does this make sense? Sorry, I haven't done. Th- I do therapy tomorrow. Maybe if I do the podcast after therapy, it'll be a little bit less psychotic. But anyways, um, what else did I want to talk to you guys about? Again, shout out Dallas guys. Also, um, I'll be in Toronto this weekend, November seventeenth, eighteenth. Please come out if you live in Toronto. I get a lot of requests to come there, so hopefully we can sell some tickets. Um, I would also, uh, I want to ask you guys. If uh, if you enjoy this podcast, do you think I should do two a week? I've been thinking about doing two a week, but one will be me yammering like this, and the other one will be me with a guest or answering a fan questions. So if uh, you have an opinion on it, please comment if you would uh, just like more, com- more podcasts. Two a week, basically. Um, all right. So... I think that's about it for the free version of the podcast. I guess we can do a few more minutes. Um, I'll say this, and this will carry on into the. Sorry for my equinox shirt, by the way. <laughs> this isn't. I'm not trying to make any statement here. I just, um, it's my gym shirt. And uh, well, I think I've told you guys my my laundry process, right? So I'll shower. And then when I'm home, I don't wear pajamas. I wear my gym clothes. So I'll wear them until I actually go work out in them. And then I'll switch into new gym clothes um, the next day. And then I'll wear that until the next day where I work out. So, yeah, um, I got an Equinox shirt on. Sorry, hope I don't come off too douchey. I'm not trying to show off that I go there. Um, I know a comic who, like, like he actually, like, he started going to Equinox, and he actually wears this as his, like, going out stage shirt. I'm like, oh, that is, that is so cringy, dude, you know? To wear any gym shirt is kind of weird, but, like, when you wear an Equinox shirt, you're just, like, out in public. It's a free shirt. I'm not—I didn't pay for this shirt. When I sign up, they just—they will give you a free shirt. If I go there right now, they'll give me 10 free shirts, you know? It's just, like, look at me. I work out, and I'm rich. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Hello it's just stupid anyways um we'll end on this and then this will continue into the patreon um my uh i had this i have this uh video on uh instagram that's going kind of viral about my chinese grandma it's like a bit i tried on stage it never really worked that well so i did it as a joke a, a selfie joke um How's oh, a joke So my Chinese grandma growing up treated me way better than my full Chinese relatives. And I always thought it's because she liked me more than them because I was special. But then I asked her one time why she treated me better. And then she told me like, I'm, well, it was, it's because I'm half Chinese. So she thought I was stupid. <laughs> and I was like, Grandma, I thought I'm special. And she goes, you are special. You special needs. <laughs> it's one of those jokes that it only worked like fifty percent of the time. I would do it on stage, so I had to like kind of shelf it. But when I did it as a, I did it as a selfie joke video. You guys know, you guys know what I mean by selfie joke video, right? It's when I tell a joke to the camera. Um, a lot of times, those those will go more viral than my standup clips. So I just I just do them. But yeah, it's going viral, and oddly enough. As it's going viral, my uh, my grandma passed away. Yeah, she's uh, the last remaining of my grandparents left. My grandparents on my dad's side, uh, I never met my grandpa from my Puerto Rican side. My grandma from my Puerto Rican side died when I was like, oh boy, I think like six or something, man. Six, seven, eight, something like that, really young. I literally only remember her from my childhood. and But she was so sweet. She always made like... She made bomb Puerto Rican food. I remember we'd go and then she'd always make these this rice with like... The Spanish rice with like the little bit of... um, I don't even know what it is. Like the beans in there. I forget what it is. But I remember... I, I, I just remember her in the kitchen in like her grandma kind of nightgown. She was always in that nightgown. Like grandma nightgown thing. Right, you know? Cooking and uh i just i could still smell the food that she was cooking she was so sweet um and then uh so I, I yeah i didn't really i didn't really get to know my uh my uh puerto rican grandparents and then my grandpa died a few years ago like 6 years ago oh man maybe 7 years ago now and then uh my grandma from my chinese side just died Oddly enough, as this Chinese grandma video is going viral, you know, and uh, she died in like probably like the best way, I think. You know, she was stabbed. No, <laughs> oh god, what am I doing? Um, oh, sorry, I can't be serious for too long. Oh, I'm so not right. But um, I'll tell you how she uh, she passed away. And then we're going to hand it off to the Patreon. Grandma passed away um, in the best way. In the way I think most people would want to go out. Um, She died in a submarine expedition to the Titanic. (laughs) I'm kidding. Um, A submersible, not submarine. Okay. No, she... My grandma she died in her sleep um god damn i think she was like 99 i want to say she was like 9899 like really close to 100 and it was crazy my mom told me that earlier that day she was with my uncle in the garden just doing grandma shit you know cooking moving around gardening uh active but just super active and then um later that day she went to bed and uh, never woke up so it actually happened a few weeks ago. I just never thought to really talk about it on the podcast. Um, but just want to say, rest in peace, Grandma. Um, a lot of memories. Um, I love you. And I really wish, you know, the last you know the last few years with comedy and. Getting old and like, you know, career, I haven't, I never made much of an effort to like, you know, go back to Taiwan and see her. I used to go every single year and, you know, with comedy, it's just been, you know, I'm so career focused and I really wished I would have put more effort into just just a little bit of effort into seeing her more over the last decade um yeah all right guys oh you know I hope uh hope um hope anyone that's lost a loved one recently is uh doing okay and just let you know you're not alone and um it's the part of life and just try to remember the good times so that'll be the end of the free version of the podcast guys Uh, I'm gonna move on to patreon now talk a little bit more about my grandma and growing up and um I appreciate you as always tuning in. Let me know if you would like me to do an extra podcast a week. Um, I've been super, super thrilled. I love doing it and i I've been I, I see the numbers are go- are growing. The like ratio is going up higher and it's super cool to see that something grow as as small as it is, it's just grow every every time. And um it's just awesome. So let me know if you want a little bit more of this Jimmy James rant fest. All right. See you next time.